The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. For once, it's not my fault. From Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that just like, can't we just have one nice thing? One nice intro. Did I ruin the intro? Yes. Yes. Max says, mics are open. Which means shut means up. Shut up. And what do you do? And you go. Yeah. Oh, let me, let me, let me. Now that we're, we're, we're supposed to be quiet, let me rattle this thing as much as possible. I thought. I thought that I did because I deleted my tw- I deleted the tweet <laughs> as we went to the open. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the exasperated host of this show, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 82nd birthday today. I'm going to be honest. I thought he was dead. Happy birthday to John Madden. Oh, yeah. He's still kicking. Not? Still kicking. He, but you yeah. never, like. Never he, hear about him. He left. No, he retired. He, he, he left retired. TV and he was like, bye. Yeah, he, he retired, retired. Like. Um, yeah. Uh, so, first four through the door. Rob Hadaway, Tony Blaylock, John Bilo, Miziel Romero, and shout out to Danielle Franklin Battle for being the fifth person and not someone who's normally on the show. I will say we've been a little annoyed, and I know some of you have told me about this, that Facebook has not been archiving the shows when they're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have introduced a new feature, which is kind of cool. But begrudgingly, I have to admit, oh. they are giving out stars and calling people top fans if they watch oh. the show a lot. And I got to say, y'all deserve that recognition. So shout out to Facebook for that one little thing gonna in a sea of terrible decisions. Unfortunately, yeah, the, the archive thing's annoying um, because we don't necessarily want to like go and repost the show on the site. Yeah. Is there, did they give a reason why they're not archiving it? I don't know. I have not figured out the reasoning. If anybody has a number for Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> please tweet it to Max at Max Thompson. Yeah, I'm good. On Twitter. I'm good. Today is Wednesday, April 10th, 2019, 232 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 738, 738, Rod Barajas' OPS in his illustrious Texas mm. Rangers career. The long line of catchers who aren't pudge. On yeah, today's correct. show, guys, uh, our very noisy friend Greg Powers is here. <laughs> yeah, to talk about recruiting. We're gonna get into you that. make one mistake. One yeah, mistake. one mistake. Oh. <laughs> then to tease you here, uh, back half of the show is gonna be a little bit of a mishmash. But one thing I will tease you with is two things I'll tease you with. One big announcement about something coming to the site next week that Powers is imminently involved in. Mm-hmm. And two, we're gonna give away another one of these books. Dave Campbell's Texas. Uh, Dave Campbell's favorite. Texas College Football Stories. We're going to give away another one of these books via trivia question. I actually do have a trivia question. All righty then. So. I like it. We're going to hand out one of these books. Um, These, of course, can be purchased at TexasFootball.com right now. But if you want to win a copy, if you're watching the show live, then please stay tuned until after, uh, after we do the segment with 
powers, mm-hmm. uh, and we will get into that. But we're also going to talk a little bit more about the archives, the great response we've had uh, to that, and some of the cool things that I've noticed in the magazines uh, digging through them. So we will get into all that coming up here in just a little bit. But for now, I'm Greg Tepper. That's the extremely noisy Greg Powers. <laughs> and this is This Week in Cruton. Greg Powers is here, but you knew that. Because he's, he's... How could you not hear him? How could him? you not hear... This should, this should be our shtick. The calamity. No, this should not be a shtick. <laughs> Greg Calamity Powers no, is here you. from Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpower 79 Follow Next Level Athlete, our uh, valued recruiting partner, at Next Level D1 Powers. Uh, a lot to get to. First and foremost, how are you? Great. Yeah? Reds won last night. Happy? Yeah. The uh, I turned the Rangers game off in the eighth inning and just presumed they won, so... Everything I, went great. I just wanted to be able to get into our chat and break up a little bit of the basketball talk yeah. last night with some baseball. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I drew Shahan off. The, I, the whole point of me going in there, I, basically, I went, into the, I went into our Slack chat for people who don't care, which is everybody. I went into our Slack chat uh, during the Dirk Nowitzki thing last night and said, oh, man, you know, it's pretty clear that Dirk Nowitzki is better than Larry Bird. That is in <laughs> no way true, and I know it's in no way true. But my idea, I'll be entirely honest. My target was Ishmael. Yeah, I wanted to draw Ishmael off sides and say, "All right, I, I want to get him get him in an argument." But who bit on it? Shahan. Shahan. Shahan always bites. Shahan bit hard. Shahan is ready to argue, argue about anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Anyway, Dirk's great. He's not Larry Bird, but it's, he's great. Anyway, uh, we're here with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete for this weekend recruiting. Uh, a number of things to get to. Let's first start down the Houston area. Our um, our prospect on the rise. Hey. Uh, where have I seen this story before? Spring Westfield has an awesome defensive tackle. Uh, Nick Brooker <laughs> Brown, or Booker Brown, rather, uh, a 6'1", 250-pound class 2020 defensive tackle, uh, picked up another offer this week. This one from Colorado. Uh, seems to be catching a little bit of fire so far. Yeah, and you kind of touched on, on it right there. He's um, Spring Westfield has a knack for developing great defensive linemen for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe it's in the water there. I'd, yeah. Coaching. Coach Meekins and Coach Meekins some credit for what they've been the able Meekinses. to do. Yep. Yes. For what they've been able to do at Spring Westfield. And I think um, Booker Brown is a guy who will catch a lot of interest this spring evaluation period. Uh, he was a top five at our next level athlete camp um, back in January, had a very dominating performance there, and then he followed that up with an MVP performance at the opening. He was the D line MVP there in Houston. Uh, so a strong offseason for for Nick Booker Brown, and he's now collected two Power Five conference offers from Colorado and Rutgers, and has some uh, smaller FBS schools also uh, in tow. Yeah, he's he's a guy. Obviously, you talk about Ed Oliver, who's going to go very highly in the yep. NFL draft this upcoming uh, the, uh, in this month. Um, Keandre Coburn, of course, is at Texas as well. Um, they Tank just Jackson back yeah, in the day. I mean, they just have a they just have a night. It's very odd because you know, like we we think for all we talk about. Uh, places like Lake Travis, which put out great quarterbacks, or, yep. or there are a number of, of places, especially you go down to Fort Bend. Fort Bend ISD puts out a lot of receivers. It seems like there are these pockets of the state, and especially single schools that put out individual playmakers. But I can't think of another school that consistently puts out excellent defensive linemen. Every like class, Spring it seems Westfield. like every class, yeah. or at least every other class, yeah. Spring Westfield is, and not even. Just defensive linemen, defensive tackles, which yeah. is probably the toughest position yeah. to grow talent at. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. Great defensive tackles are hard to find. Yeah, at least consistently. You know, you everybody. You go to Gladewater, right? Gladewater yep. had Dalen Mack, but 
with all due respect to to our friends in Bear Country, I don't know if I can think of another time that they put out like a stellar defensive tackle. Nope. You know, they put out other great players, but I can't think of another defensive tackle and they put all out. All these guys are active. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not like just big bodies. Yeah. They all are active, have high motors, and that's another attribute that's hard to develop within a def- within a defensive tackle prospect. So that is our uh, prospect on the rise. It is Spring Westfield 2020 defensive tackle Nick Booker Brown, 6'1", 250, coming out of the Houston area. Let's go to our commit of the week. This one got a lot of buzz uh, on, the, on the social media because a guy who's been on the radar basically since he was a freshman at a high-profile program, South Lake Carroll, R.J. Mickens, made the call. He is heading to Clemson, the rich get richer there. And this is the guy that they they list him as a cornerback. That's probably where he ends up profiling at the next level, but I know he does a ton all over the field for South Lake Carroll. Yeah, he was uh, stepped up to be their leading wide receiver this year as well. Um, can play on both sides of the football. Uh, but I definitely like his skill set as he transitions into college uh, in the defensive backfield. He had all the offers. You know, he picked – of course, Clemson over an offer from his father, Ray Mickens, alma mater, Texas A&M, um, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Um, so you really said it correctly, the rich get richer mm-hmm. with Clemson. And they're very selective uh, over which prospects they come and try to, to, to mine from Texas. They don't have a lot of – or a huge Texas presence necessarily on their roster. They do recruit the state. Um as a matter of fact, the defensive backs coach, Coach Reed, is one who I see often, you know, throughout the spring travels here. Uh, but they don't have to recruit Texas as their main fertile recruiting ground. So mm-hmm. I think Mick, Mickens is a good culture fit there, and he's also a prospect who they would like to work cerebrally into their defense. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because Clemson is not, for all the talent that gets exported out of the state of Texas, Clemson has not had a huge footprint here. They've gotten one or two guys. I remember J.C. Chalk from Argyle they, they grabbed and yep. a few other guys. But when you look overall at their roster, there's not a ton of Texans. Mm-hmm. They, they they do their damage on the East Coast. They do their damage in SEC country yep. uh, a lot of times. But here's a guy. It, se- it seems like when they come to Texas, they come to Texas not to cast a wide net, but rather we've identified one guy in a position of need and we're going to come again. And that seems to be the case here with our team. And South Lake Carroll seems to be a school that they circle mm-hmm. to. You know, they're in South Lake Carroll quite often. Mm-hmm. They offered, um, at the beginning of the spring evaluation period, TJ McDaniel, uh, mm-hmm. the last class, and have definitely identified some guys at that school. But uh, I think the bigger discussion here with Mickens' commitment is, you know, that he didn't go to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be some more behind-the-scenes type of stuff to that story. Um but I think when all these offers first started popping up, everybody just assumed uh, he would be an Aggie. Sure. And that didn't happen. It's interesting. This is a guy who was a, um, a 65 tackles, two tackles for loss, two picks, uh, forced fumble. Uh, he also caught 43 passes for 643 yards and three touchdowns as a junior last year. He's going to be doing big things again for the Dragons this year. But he is off to Clemson when he is done with his high school career talking with Craig Powers the next level athlete here on Texas football today get involved in the conversation hashtag TF today all right let's go to our underclassmen of the week it's new blood at a new yep. school Sive <laughs> Bridgeland yep. the newest school one of the are, did, they, didn't say just open two new high schools did I make that up uh Cy Lakes 
Yeah, lakes. Yes, okay. Yeah. yeah, they open lakes and 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 then Bridgeland. Uh, but Bridgeland is is open, and Bryce McMorris is kind of the first big name to come out of this new program in the talent rich area of Cyprus. Picked up an offer this week from SMU. You imagine this won't be the last for this youngster who is class of 2021, which means he'll be playing his junior season this year. No, he's 5'11", 160. We had him at the uh, showcase in Houston back in January. He looks a little bit bigger. He's a little bit longer than his listed height and weight would suggest. Um, he made our top ten there uh, among all the top defensive backs that were were there, like Jalen Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, So he was in that grouping. And this is a – you know, we talk about next-level athlete – on the show sometimes we don't usually go in depth but this is the type of guy that our colleges love to see on tape at the camp Mm -hmm. Uh, he's he's a name that was not necessarily on the radar um, was able to come into the camp and have a top 10 performance and that video has now helped him probably secure his first offer and maybe more offers down the line from that Um, because it gives colleges the chance to evaluate him outside of the evaluation period yeah and this is a key thing i think for a guy like bryce mcmorris who he didn't have tremendous stats last year 29 tackles broke up five passes or that's what he's credited with so he's not necessarily going to have the best tape but that camp evaluation video gives these coaches a chance to see him more in depth well and by the way it's cy park not cy lake cy lake's been around for a while but uh want to correct my own Mistake because Sorry, I, Simon Mann's all over you. I know these com- He's I got the, you. I knew the comments were going to be. He's got you. I, I knew that didn't sound right. Anyway, yeah. but this is a. You know, I think you're right that that for a guy, especially as a defensive back, in a lot of ways, if you're a great defensive back, you probably won't have great film right. because they're throwing, they're avoiding, exactly. they're throwing away from you, and you can't, it's harder to make plays when when they're throwing the ball. You're playing on the left side, they're throwing to the right side. But here's a guy who who's able to step up at, at, at a camp and suddenly has has this first offer from from SMU. Uh, you mentioned that TCU is showing some interest. This is uh, you know, the, and with two years still to go in his high school career, you figure this is not going to be the last we hear of Bryce McMorris. And by the way, getting coached by David Raphael, the coach, former A&M consolidated coach, who who knows his way around some prospects as well, knows his way around defense. I was back. just getting ready to drop out there. Credit <laughs> to the co- the coaching staff at Bridgeland too for having him prepared. Uh, to step into something like that and have a key performance. You know, they had him keyed up, ready to go, and uh, it showed when he stepped on the field. We've got all this stuff up at TexasFootball.com with with Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete, but let's get to our Recruit of the Week, a guy who maybe gets lost in the wash down there at Fort Penn Marshall. Fort Penn Marshall, of course, is so loaded with talent. But uh, cornerback 2020, uh, Avery Helm, another one of these Outstanding athletes down there, Breath of Buffaloes. He made the call going to the SEC, uh, committed to Florida this week. Had offers from seemingly everywhere yeah. and had his pick of the litter, but decides to commit to the Gators. He was one of those guys who was super sad not to get a chance to see in the state championship mm-hmm. game. He was out with an ACL injury, so he missed that game, uh, but had a really great year before that. Um, and showed enough on tape to to really pick up all the major offers. Had over 30 offers at the time that he committed to Florida. Took unofficial visits to take a closer look at schools like Arizona, Houston, Alabama, and LSU before ultimately picking UF. Um, But it was a very busy week for commitments in the state of Texas. I mean, outside of the two that we featured here, Avery Helm going to Florida, R.J. Mickens going to Clemson, both in that ACC-SEC footprint. We had guys like – 
you know, Christian Lee at Friendswood committed mm-hmm. to North Texas this week. Jason Curl from Fort Worth Nolan Catholic committed to North Texas this week. And UTSA uh, picked up an, a, a commitment from Atascacita. Yes, another Atascacita <laughs> offensive lineman and Osiris Simon uh, who committed to the Roadrunners. And then a big one, I think, is – Arkansas reeled in yeah. Austin Westlake wide receiver Mason Mangum who is a uh, bit of a fan favorite and a, and a lot of fun to watch yeah and I, I I was gonna bring that up you talk about you talk about ties right yep. here's Chad Morris going back to the well you know we talk <laughs> we, we've we've talked I've, I've been on radio shows and talked about how he has these ties to East Texas because he's an Edgewood guy he's, he's coaching East Texas he's a guy and obviously with Arkansas being there but let's not forget that I mean, he coached down there at Lake Travis, and he's got those ties to that area that he can walk into any one of those locker rooms anytime he wants. Uh, he continues to do work. Uh, Mason Mangum, I think, is, is, is an excellent pickup there from, from Westlake. I think you go to talk to folks down there at the Shaps, they'll, they'll rave and rave about uh, the way that this guy plays. And you're right, a, a fan favorite down there for the Shaps. And he had a huge testing weekend at the opening. Um, and Houston, I don't have his numbers right in front of me, but it was, it was a great 40-time, tremendous shuttle, and that kind of uh, erased the sleeper moniker from – Mm-hmm. You know, next, being next to his name, and he kind of exploded onto the recruiting radar, picked up his offer from Arkansas. But I'd like to give some credit to Arkansas, Baylor, SMU. When I look at these pr- top prospects' offer lists, by and large, one of those three programs was the first school yeah. to jump on board, and that means they're doing a tremendous job at evaluating they're on it these early. Texas high school football prospects. Yeah, they're, they're on it early, and especially, you know, when you talk about these guys, um, sometimes, especially if they're big-name prospects or they end up being big-name prospects, Sometimes the advantage you can have if you are in Arkansas, which went two and ten last year, right. and obviously can't go in there and recruit on wins, but being the first there and saying, "Hey, we were the first one to take that chance on you to believe in you." Right. We want to make sure you know. We I, sometimes I, you you hear from recruits all the time. They were with me from the beginning, and and I think in a lot of ways, though, you're exactly right. SMU, Baylor, in uh, Arkansas have been those guys that have gotten there early on a lot of these guys. Gives those guys a chance to dream about being in that jersey yes. when you're first. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever's second comes second, but for whatever length of amount of time that is that you're first, those guys are thinking, can I see myself in the green? Can yeah. I see myself in the blue and red? You know what I mean? So that just gives you a chance to supplant yourself into these prospects' minds. Greg Powers, the next level athlete with us, and we, we do have a bit of an announcement. Maximus, mm. Mm. I know that you and Powers, I've been very much not involved yep. in this. <laughs> That's all right. There is we, plenty. We've got new stuff coming to the site, specifically a new recruiting site yeah. at TexasFootball.com. Going to have a lot of great information there, not just for everybody, but also specifically for insiders. A lot of great stuff for insiders. We've kind of been teasing it about becoming a Dave Camel's Texas Football Insider, the great recruiting stuff that's coming. This is going to be our recruiting hub. It's TexasFootball.com slash recruiting is where it's going to be, right? Yeah. It's launching uh-huh. next week, uh, but see, we're doing... We're doing some of the things that you've come to love from a lot of these these great recruiting sites. We're, we're going to have rankings. We're going to have things like that. But I'm excited about the things that we're doing that are different and the things that we're going to bring from the Next Level Athlete perspective that with you guys' help, we're going to have these in-depth breakdowns of these guys' game that I, don't, I just don't think you can get everywhere. Well, also something to take into account is what a lot of other sites that don't have a partnership with an NCAA certified scouting service. Yes. I mean – College coaches rely on this information. Mm -hmm. So it gives you an extra layer of, you know, just being bona fide in that regard. You know what I'm being on Mm -hmm. the inside, taking you kind of behind the scenes and giving you a peek or, you know, 
removing the veil a little bit yeah. to see what it's like behind the scenes. And it, I think that's pretty cool, and not a lot of recruiting services are going to be able to offer that. And, and we're going we're gonna to have our own rankings up. We're going to be revealing, I believe, starting next week, our, our first five stars uh, for the class of 2020. And it's exciting. We're going to have player pages for a lot of these guys. Uh, we're going to have, you know... Um, I really love the look of it, and one of the things I think is, is really interesting is that we're going to be playing up a lot of what these guys do well, the skill sets, and, right. and saying, you know, I know Max has been working on these badges that, that guys are going to have, that if you are an outstanding route runner, we want to make sure we tell people, hey, yeah. you know, this guy may not be a burner, but he is going to, he's going to, beat, he's going to beat you to the corner every single time. What's your favorite badge moniker, Oh, Max? <laughs> So yeah, Max, you, you only built thirty of them, right? Uh, the the best one is uh, oh, what the heck? It's the bulldogger was one that bulldogger really was <laughs> good. If you're a good tacker, we good tackler, we called you a bulldogger. We wanted to find an old rodeo term for for, some, like it. for something like that. Uh, I'm trying to remember. My favorite one is the one with the uh, the skull and the fighter fighter helmet. <laughs> I can't remember what it is, though, off the top of my head. I have to look at it again. There's a lot of fun that's coming, too, yeah. too with this recruiting portal. We're trying to have fun with it. It's not necessarily yeah. uh, taking ourselves so seriously as maybe some others may do, be doing it in the field. What I th How I would describe what's coming for recruiting at DCTF is a way to make it fun but also enjoyable for Texas high school football fans, mm -hmm. players, coaches, and parents. Yeah. Uh, to be able to enjoy the recruiting side of, side of what we're bringing to the table. And with yeah. the archived magazine yeah, stuff right. that we had this week and then combined with the recruiting stuff uh, that's going to be launching next week, I don't think you're going to find a better subscription value out there. So now's the time to sign up, guys. April. April's the key month. April's the key month. I yeah. It's, uh, I, by the way, I looked it up. It's Deadly Returner. Deadly Returner. Mm. Yeah. Anyone who's a Deadly Returner, their icon is a skull and crossbones wearing a fighter pilot helmet, which is <laughs> definitely my favorite, <laughs> favorite one. It's going to be fun. Yeah. TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. It's launching next week yeah. uh, in partnership with our friends at Next Level Athlete, and Greg Powers has done a lot of the heavy lifting there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we appreciate uh, you stopping by, and we'll do this again next week. Let's do it. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Remember, TexasFootball.com slash Insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, two magazines. You get the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the one we're working on right now, mailed to you early, mailed to you before it hits store shelves. It will be in your in your mailbox before your neighbor can go to Target and get it. That's just that's the, the only way I can put it. You get that. You get the 2019 Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Profile the more than 400 prospects around the state from the class of 2020, which is going to be kids who are playing their senior year this year. The class. Of uh, 2023, which are kids who are going to be playing their freshman year this year. You'll get that. You'll also get a year's worth of, ex of exclusive content at TexasFootball.com. And this is becoming more and more robust. We're going to talk a little bit about the archives. You get access to every archive, every magazine we've ever made, every summer magazine of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, digital, uh, digital uh, editions of every one of those. Uh, you also get access to our recruiting site, TexasWall.com slash recruiting, which is launching next week. During the season, you get exclusive, uh, you get insider access such as computer rankings of every Texas high school ball team from 1 to 1,226. To 1, <laughs> Five. <laughs> Fort Worth YMLA isn't playing football. 1,225. 
You get that. Computer rankings of every team. Computer projections of every game. That's right. All 600 and whatever games that go on on Friday night, we project every single one of them. You get insider podcasts like Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast, which is what uh, Step and I are recording on Friday. Um, Be all done sorts sooner of, if you wouldn't keep getting sick. I know, my bad. Jerk. All sorts of good stuff. All that. It's 1995 for the first year. For everything I listed. The two magazines, all the online stuff. 1995 for the first year. It makes a great gift as well. It's textfootball.com slash insider. All right, Max, let's give away a book. All right. Um, okay. Of course, Dave Campbell wrote a book, uh, Dave Campbell's Favorite Texas College Football Stories by Dave Campbell. Uh, you can uh, – it, it's real – it is – how many pages? I don't, I don't, 276 many. pages of Texas of Texas football goodness. It's a miracle. It's that few. From, uh, from Dave. And so if you ever want to – for example, I'm just flipping open this. Um, from December 1st, 1974, this is when – Baylor won the Southwest Conference for the first time in half a century. He, wrote, he writes about that. Uh, Cougars in tall cotton. Houston kept inaugural st- year in style. All these great stories from Dave Campbell. If you've never read Dave's stuff, I love his style. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I always love reading Dave's stuff because it's it, he has that kind of... that The, the style that I think is from a, a bit of a bygone era where it is it is so accessible and yet it feels so fancy that's the only way i could put it right some yeah. people some people write to make themselves seem smart right dave never did that but he always came across feeling smart because he had such a way with words yeah. i love reading dave campbell you will too and dave campbell's favorite texas college football stories you can buy it at texasfootball.com but we're also going to give away one right now there you go. so here's before we do that by the oh, way okay. just just real quick did did you ever get terry adams address so that you could send her hers Pretty sure I did. Okay. Yeah, she sure. sent me her address, I think. Just making sure. Uh, yeah, Just in fact, sure. it should be on the map. I believe I sent that to uh, to our esteemed colleague, Kendall. Okay. The the responsible one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm just making sure. Okay. Here is our... It's been a rough week for you. I know it has. Buddy. <laughs> Trust me. Here is our trivia question. All right. And in honor of Dave's book... By the way, if you're listening to the podcast, sorry, you're, you're probably not going to get this in time. Although, well, if no one answers it. If you're in the Facebook comments, uh, of course, tweet the an- or type the answer in there. The first one to type in the answer yeah. will get the book. Yeah. <clears throat> if you've won already, don't, don't answer. Yeah. In 2018, which player led Texas FBS players in tackles for loss? Whoa. Which Texas... FBS player led Texas FBS players in tackles for loss in 2018. Okay. So it's from one of the 12 FBS teams in Texas. You can um, you can look it up. It's I'm looking at it. I right didn't now. Uh, I should have uh, should have, I should have brought on like the Monty Python jingle music for while we mm-hmm. wait for someone to answer. Yeah. Uh, uh, this person had 25 tackles for loss, which was actually fourth in the country. Yeah, uh, but who was it? Who led the state of Texas? By the way, Terry says she moved last November. So if you just used an old address, you might have sent it to the wrong place. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so let us know. Someone just got a free book. Yes. Let us know um, who led the Texas FBS uh, ranks in tackles for loss last year. Yeah. Um, by the way, TexasFootball.com/archive has all of our recruit all of rather all of our past magazines from 1960 all the way through the 70s right now we're working on the 80s 90s 2000 2010 we have uh partnered with the non-parel institute 
uh, which trains adults with autism to build digital and publish products for the marketplace. We were we were so so pleased to to partner with them to uh, to hire them to to do this work for us. The crew there is doing an unbelievable job. We are getting we we currently have the first uh, twenty editions up. We're working kind of forward now. We're going in the eighties and nineties. Uh, and by the way, in the fall, it should probably by the end of the year. It's a long process mm-hmm. as you can imagine, but. By the end of the year, we're, these are going to be searchable. So you're going to be able to type in, uh, if, if I were if I were in the magazine, which I wasn't, but if I were in the magazine as a player, I could type in Greg Tepper, and it would pop up my name on the page where I was. So uh, we're working on that right now, but it is available for Texas Football Insiders right now. Every edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, at least from 1960 to 1979, uh, through our friends at the Nonpareil Institute. It's been very, very cool. So te- check that out. The response has been very, very cool. We have a winner. Oh, we have a winner, and it is sports director at 94, 94.3 REV FM, Mark Keller. Okay. EJ Ajaya. EJ Ajaya from North Texas led the state of Texas in tackles for loss. He had 25 tackles for loss for the Mean Green last year, uh, which was fourth in the country. Yeah. Um, second on that list, by the way, also North Texas kid. Brandon yeah. Garner, then yeah. tax, uh, then Charles Aminahu, and Ben Bonagu, uh, all of whom had 18. But the leader in the clubhouse for the state of Texas, EJ Ajaya, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, nice we, job, will, Mark. We, we will put this book in the mail for you Mark, today. Mark, please uh, email or s- send a message to our Facebook account. Yes. And we will with your address and we will ship that out post haste. Yes, we will. And uh Ter- Miss Terry, send us your address too. Yes. We'll make sure we drop one of Yeah, do you. that. And do you have final thoughts? No, that's we've we've uh, we've partied with all of our guys and they've okay. done a good job today. Thanks for joining us, guys. Sorry about the audio. I'm working on the tweaks. Sorry, oh, Paul. is it? Okay. I think it's just not multi. I think it's not in stereo. It oh, wants okay. to do one one speaker, and I figured out why. So. Yeah. We'll see. That is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Max Thompson and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give me your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.